Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Oh, yeah. Whoa, whoa. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, that was an audio test. Uh, trying to make sure my levels are um, not too crazy. Um, yeah. I, I'm still learning how to edit, record, uh, produce, I guess, would be a, a better uh, word to use. Hi. Hello. Hello. How's uh how's everyone doing today? Good. Good. Oh, I'm great. Thank you. Thank you. I'm great. You know, where to start? I've had I've had an interesting week where I got to learn a lot. I got to learn a lot. And I it, it kind of is is a double-edged sword because I get to see the areas in which I, I need um, myself to work on, uh, I also see it in other people. And when it's a loved one, a partner, or a coworker, someone that you might have somewhat invested um, love and time into, it, it's it's amazing when when you see it. You see the little mannerisms. Uh, that you yourself possess. And it it's funny because an initial response from me is anger. Now, saying it out loud, it sounds very stupid. It sounds like, why, that's mean. Why would you do that? It's like looking at someone, seeing my mistakes, my quote-unquote failures, my defects, and I lash out at that person for reminding me of myself. Does that make sense? I feel like that should make sense. It's not right. It's not, it's not what I want out of life. But it's, it's definitely a reality that I have to be honest with and, and, and admit. So, well, that's not how I wanted to start this episode. Hi. <laughs> I don't mean to jump right into it and beat you guys up. No, hi. Um, it's, it's good to be here. Um, it's good to be heard. I'm grateful for the ability to uh, record my conversations with myself. I'm, uh, I'm grateful for the ability to share it with, with others. I'm grateful to be able to develop my language in how I talk and listen. Uh, these are just the few of the things I'm grateful for today. And of course, I'm grateful for all the relationships I have in my life, um, good and bad, positive and negative. Um, I constantly am always learning from everyone around me. 
and I, I cannot tell you honestly how grateful I am for that. So, all right, ego aside, and 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 flatteries aside, let's let's talk about a couple things. Um, this is a quick talk with no one. I'm sure maybe one or two of you uh, understand that. A quick talk with no one, by the way, uh, was just a joke kind of title I would put on these conversations that I would have with myself. You know, because in the room right now, I'm the only one. So it was as if I was just talking to myself in the mirror. And that's kind of, you know, this this whole this whole dream and passion kind of started out of this. It was a way for me to hear myself and talk to myself without doing it solely in my head, in the voice that I don't necessarily think is mine all the time. Later on that, more on that later. Ha <laughs> um, And when I when I went back and actually listened to the to the, the recordings, and I, I felt some sort of like sense of like empowerment, like this is great. And I wanted to share it right away. I did. I got a lot of feedback from friends, families, and that encouraged me to to continue this journey to to record. In fact, I got a I got a I I it 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 helped blossom me and John into talking about how we felt. Now, all that being said, this I am not and not a professional. I'm not a, I'm not a doctor. I am I'm just I'm just the person who experiences the world subjectively through through my eyes. So I I don't think that my opinions uh how how loud I am about them are the one and true only way. I'm also willing to learn from mistakes. And take suggestions. Um, old episodes, I know I've, I might have said a couple things that don't jar well with 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 mental health and and the exercise to get better uh, with your health. So that's. I mean, that being said, that's kind of what makes us human, and that's what that's what is beautiful about that. You know, we. We have the chance to learn and to accept and to to move on. I I used to be someone who, and I still do. Trust me, I, I I'm not I'm not Gandhi, but I used to be more so someone who, when told they were wrong or doing something incorrect, I would get very angry and I would kind of like double down in my denial of my knowledge of a particular situation and no longer listen, but now have shouting points that I would bring up, you know, the little blurbs of information that I heard from someone else or somewhere else. And I, I repeat, um, that recycled information verbatim thinking that this is how I felt, uh, when in fact, um, yeah, that's 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 probably not the best uh, way to go about living life. It makes you kind of close-minded, and it makes you unable to listen once you hit that that blind rage when the walls kind of surround you and enclose you into a cage that you feel like you're in, and you start barking like the dog you feel like you're being treated as. Wow, 
it sounds it sounds kind of silly when I say it out loud, but this is reality. Um, and I know I'm not the only one. I know there's this is a reality for a lot of us out there. <laughs> I want to say a lot of um, uh, men too. I think a lot of us um, are afraid to be wrong and afraid to be seen as anything less than. And that we, you know, we're, we're raised and the bar is set pretty fucking high. You know, it's like, look at all the, the people this country idolizes. Um, look at all the mythology who's been idolized. Look at all the heroes. Look at all the, the greats. And, you know, you're, you're, you're taught these, these, these figures and people throughout history again and again and again your entire childhood. And then you get to adulthood and you realize that, well, the world's kind of more fluid than black and white, but you still think on a black and white spectrum. And that's not really a spectrum. That's just two different shades of nothing. And you, you continue that into your, into your, uh, you know, early adulthood to where I'm at, which I think is like almost middle of the fucking road. And I realized I never have been able to accept being wrong or how to learn new information after doing something a particular way for so many years. Like if you came up to me on the streets and were like, no, 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 man, you're tying your shoes wrong. You're supposed to have three loops. I would look at you like you just stabbed my first child and I would call for you to be chased across the town by an angry mob until we made you drown yourself. Again, saying that out loud, it sounds kind of dramatic a little bit, but I, I, when you're angry, drama is, is all that, that can come to fruition. Hi, Sean. Geez, this is a lot of information in the first 10 minutes. Well, I just wanted to make sure and see if you were paying attention. If you are and you made this far, please email me at afthepodcast.gmail.com. I would love, God damn it, love a conversation with somebody. Don't try and sell me things. And if you know what, if you want to try and sell me things, uh, power to you. I will listen to your email and I will, I will, I will, uh, I'll give you my feedback on your pitch. How about that? All right. So yeah, if you want to sell me things email me. If you want to yell at me, email me. If you want to get off some, you know, off your chest, email me. Because I, 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 am, I am somebody who is actively looking to listen. And I mean actively listen. I, I, I'm learning that I, I don't listen most of the time. I kind of just wait to respond. And these are another, just another defect that <laughs> a, a month ago I will have told you you're fucking, you're an asshole for saying this, but it's, it's, it's reality and I need to accept that. So email me please at afthepodcast at gmail.com and uh, let's talk. So, learning as an adult how to accept that you're wrong. I'm not going to give you a listicle of techniques and tools. Because you just need to accept it. That you're not going to be right about 90% of the shit you say. And that's okay. 
you're not expected to be walking around an encyclopedia of how to live, world politics, mental health, social health. Even the people that wrote the encyclopedia don't have all this information. And the fields are constantly changing. We're learning new things about us all the time in the world and how money works and how social media affects us. We're constantly in a state of flux. There is no, it was in a book written 13,000 years ago. This is how it should be. I mean, that's embarrassing to think that something that we've been doing since the pyramids have been built, that there's only one way about it. Well, in fact, that's not really embarrassing. If there's one way to make pyramids, the Egyptians definitely figured it out. And they put the patent down that, and they lost the fucking patent. And now we can't fucking figure it out. So, you know, I, I take everything I say with a grain of salt. I mean, in general, things that have to do with science, technology, and human understanding um, of the human self. I think that's, that's the, the, the joking point I was trying to make. And yeah, uh, ownership and accountability are... Accountability is an episode I really want to do. Uh, I've been struggling to find someone to talk uh, about it with. Um, if you would like to talk about accountability, please email me at afpodcast at gmail.com. I'm not desperate, okay? I'm just searching. No, I'm not desperate. I um, I suffer from self-diagnosed ADHD, which kind of makes my projects all half-started, unfinished things everywhere. And with that, I suffer from a little bit of uh, social anxiety, asking for help, asking uh, follow-up questions, things that make it hard for me to continue the open door conversation and trying to get people to come back on the show comfortably because I feel like, and this is because of my loneliness issue, I do take a lot of things personally as attacks against my character and disrespect. And to be quite honest, that's not the case at all. Um, I'm, I just have a hard time uh, dealing with life on life's terms sometimes. And you know, that's, I got the answers on how to fix that. And still that step is like a, it's got to be ego, but it's like, you know, fuck you, man. I, I made my own bed this morning. I know how to put my fucking shoes on. It's, it's really nuts. It's nuts how... I know eating better and going to the gym will make me feel better, but I refuse to do it, and I will have that energy drink now. Thank you. That was me gulping it. Sorry. Sound effects are not fun. That's what you're looking for. Again, to beat a dead horse. And you know what? I don't think I'm beating a dead horse. I, I, I honestly think this is most helpful to completely remind us all why I'm here and I think why you're here. It's just to just to hear that just to hear, just to start 
asking yourself the important questions on on why did I just do that? Why do I feel this? Can I change? To answer that last question, yes. Whether you like it or not, you are in constant change. Just because you think your opinions are, are made out of gold in the foundation temple of your body, it doesn't mean they are. Even because your memory isn't as solid and as amazing as you think it is. You're only human. And guess what? Just like me. I, I kind of throw that sentence out there a lot. You know, I'm a person, you're a person, let's be people together. And that's, I mean that in, my, in the most sincere way that I know I'm going to fail and be flawed. I want you to know that I accept you already for why you think you failed and why you think you're flawed. I don't think you're failed. I think we all have flawed moments, of course, but you are not failed. No, you are not. We beat ourselves up a lot. I'm my own worst enemy. I'm sure that's a song somewhere, but we beat ourselves up a lot. A lot. We constantly think people are thinking about us and the worst parts of us. We had a weird, you're at work and you kind of said something weird to your coworker, like when you're in the heat of a moment and it was like angry and you go home that night and you're sitting down and you're trying to like unwind and just relax and watch fucking YouTube videos and you just keep repeating that conversation in your head again and again and again and you're like, oh my God, this person thinks I'm a monster. They must be home right now in their bed thinking, holy fuck, Sean is a terrorist. Or worse, the next day, that coworker is with other coworkers and they're sitting around the water cooler, you know, sipping on their fucking, <laughs> on their water and they're like, yo, Sean did this yesterday. Isn't he a terrorist? And they're all looking, yeah. Oh my God, this is, wow. How, how, can we, how can we vote him off the island? Um, breaking news alert. Dean, 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 breaking news, breaking news, breaking news. Um, you're not the center of everyone's conversation. You're not the center of everyone's uh, uh, <laughs> mental thoughts when they're at home. Just because you're caught up on something doesn't mean anyone else is ever going to be caught up on that same thing. And I know that's ego because I've already researched that and have been through that. And yes, this is me telling you how I feel and how I react. So this is my way of holding myself accountable. I'm throwing it out here, I'm recording it, and I'm going to publish a date on this. 
And Sean is going to hold himself accountable, but I also want the community to hold me accountable. All right? There's like six of you out there that email me and DM me on the regular. So to you six, and I'm sorry, I there's probably more than that. Stop beating yourselves up. But hold me accountable. You know? Question. Question. If I'm not being satirical and you you know I'm hurting or suffering, hey, what happened with this? What happened with that? We don't have accountability from a lot of the role models in our lives. Um, I mean, maybe your parents are awesome. My parents were awesome, are. Uh, what I mean is the accountability that, that stems down from society. Society, I feel like, has the worst accountability record <laughs> of, of anything. Uh, we fight in wars. We, we uh, throw people in prison. We, we do a lot of things things that necessarily aren't well deserved and when it comes out as it wasn't deserved or outright unjust there's no accountability from the top or the people in charge saying hey sorry let me make it right it's always kind of brushed off and pushed away and it's 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 unfortunate i mean it, it's it's really unfortunate. We have a, a much higher hierarchy at play there of uh, people in, in our governmental office that could straight up break the law, but to protect the rest of them, they cannot be prosecuted themselves. Or not that they can't, they won't be. And when, you're, when there's, you know some kind of accountability issue going on from the people you're supposed to believe in and, and, and follow, that, that sets the bar of distrust. You know, and distrust and, and distrust and distrust and distrust. It just turns into contempt. It turns into resentment. And it does trickle down to the lowest person. And yes, this is for anyone who's actually paying attention to the grand scheme and to the actions and the words of the people that we're supposed to call honorable. And it's a shame. And it's a shame when the person with honorable attached to their name isn't very honorable. Because honor is deserved. It's not a job you get. It's not something you walk into. It's something that you deserve, like respect. You don't you don't demand respect. I don't know why I, it has to be said out loud, but you don't demand respect. You, you deserve respect. And that comes through your actions and who you are. Well, that went to a different turn. I did not want to go there. But here we are. So to finish up this, um, this quick talk with no one, I did want to mention um, a quick story that, that I experienced during the pandemic. And um, 
I just, I just, I have, I don't have, I mean, I have an opinion, of course, but I don't have the right opinion for everyone to hear or to voice or to debate with. I just, I, I'm sorry. I, I don't have, I don't have all the facts, but I do have my experience and I will share that experience with you right now. Because I think it's important too, and I know someone else out there is um, gonna ditto me and uh, give me the finger guns. Going, you're not alone, man. I've told this story before. I was working for a a big corporation, a global corporation, when the pandemic hit. It was a hotel chain. I have probably said their names a million times. And you know what? I'm not even going to badmouth them. I worked for Hilton. Yeah. No no hate. No hate there. You know? Um, you know, they, they again, are another... Yeah, I, I won't get into it. I worked for Hilton. And when the pandemic hit, we all thought it was going to be like, you know, three months tops. So we were furloughed, um, and I, you know, we were, you know, all told told we were going to come back, and 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 a lot of them uh, did did go back. They did get their jobs back, but it was like an after like eight months, after like ten months had passed, and I don't know about anyone else, but uh, I I didn't have eight months worth of money put away. To, to just sit around and wait. So we, I say we, I jumped on unemployment and it was like a three-month waiting process just to get approved for unemployment. And on unemployment uh, in the state of Florida, uh, they said they waived the requirement that you give them five job searches a week with contact information to request your weekly benefit amount. So they waived that, of course, but they still made you do it. And it always felt icky and weird, kind of like clicking through it, but they did. And then six months went by, and then DeSantis re reinstated it. And then the next stimulus package came and, and took it away again. And then it came back. So it, there was, there was like maybe there's a couple of months there where you didn't have to go looking for a job because it was in the middle of the pandemic, but those restrictions did go away. And as an unemployed person, you have to, in Florida, you have to, um, uh, you have to submit five work searches with emails and phone numbers. And there's a couple questionnaires you have to, you have to answer. And it, it, it was, it was a system that always continued to shut down and it wouldn't save your information. And, you know, it, this isn't about the uh, the antiquated uh, software that the state of Florida is currently using uh, to help uh, benefit people that have been struck through hardships and losses due to pandemics or whatever uh, their hardship is. So no, understanding that my money coming from unemployment wasn't going to last 
forever because it doesn't. It's usually like uh, a year. It's usually like a couple months to a year, which is like the maximum benefit amount they give. I know because the pandemic, it kind of went on a little longer than that. So some people um, and, and well-deserved, hardworking people were able to get money through a, a particular time in, uh, during the pandemic, which is, which is great. Um, awesome. I was one of those people. I did benefit. I was able to, with the government uh, boost, live on the same level that I was with my original job, uh, which was cool. Um, but when the, when the extra money went away, it dropped to like 275 a week. And I was making a lot more than 275 a week. So when the money came in at 275 a week, it, all of a sudden I'm eating through the rest of my savings and everything else just just to, just to stay afloat uh, paying bills and keeping up to date with everything so I, I I went back to looking for a job I went right back to it looking for a job within uh, after the first six months of the pandemic uh, I started I get right back on the indeed on Craigslist on go job go and I, I went looking for jobs you know everyone's out of work there's got to be a million jobs out there yeah so I started doing the job searches. I was looking, 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 looking. And I, I could only find entry-level positions. And, you know, that's not the fault of, of Indeed or anything. It's just those are the most widely available positions. And I don't really have, other than restaurant and, like, funeral homework, I really don't have much much to offer with um, with uh, my my work experience. You know, I've been in restaurants forever, and it's the pandemic, restaurants are closed. So I'm looking for entry-level positions, and I'm holding out to make close to the money I was making in a restaurant. Mind you, 90% of the money I was making was through tips. It wasn't through hourly pay. It wasn't through overtime pay. It wasn't through any stretch of the imagination Hilton paying me. Hilton did not pay me. Hilton does not pay anybody working in any one of their restaurants. And I mean that with, with complete honesty and sincerity. Um, they paid me like, what, $2.45 an hour, $3.45 an hour, which was like half of the minimum wage, which some guy in a suit who's never worked in a restaurant a day in his life came up with that money and that idea so the rest of us could live comfortably. Thank you guys who, who made that a thing. Um, you really do know how to help people. So I was holding out, not holding out, but holding out to find something that paid more than 15 an hour because 15 an hour is like the minimum I had to make just to afford rent in the state of Florida. So anything $12 under wasn't going to work because I would need to have two full-time jobs. Or one full-time job and one part-time job and still scrape by. I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to have to work 60 hours a week, 70 hours a week. And I know some people are going to hear that and go, well, he's fucking unmotivated. But do you like working 60 hours a week? I, I, I want to hear that. I want to hear from you. If you really enjoy working uh, 60, 70, 80 hours a week and you are fulfilled and you got enough time for your family and your friends and everything else, I want to hear from you because uh, 
I obviously need to take suggestions from you. Well, another month or so went by and the money started dwindling again. And well, now the desperation came in. My desperation. Fuck. I, I guess I'll just get a job at, at Whole Foods or, or whatever just to fucking get by. So I started applying to the, the low-paying jobs. I started to apply to really anything that popped up. Indeed has a really cool feature that I'm sure they're going to get rid of soon because of what I'm about to say. Indeed has a really cool feature where you apply to a position and it tells you how many other people have applied to that position. Mid-pandemic, all those entry-level positions, low-paying, all had over a hundred people applying. Hundreds. And we're talking like Walgreens, Whole Foods, uh, Home Depot, Lowe's, you know, all the all the big company names that you can think of were always constantly hiring Aldi. And you know they're constantly hiring, so you think you could you think you fucking you got it, man. Like they're constantly hiring. I must have applied to you know 30 or so jobs within a month or within like a two-month stretch. And I heard back from absolutely none of them except for the telemarketing position um, that that was uh, looking for someone to uh, make calls in their call center for like $11 an hour. And like That was so low of pay. I was like, I can't do this. I'm just going to be stressing myself out and driving myself up the wall. So the question came, should we move? And this is between me and my partner, Riley. And we were like, you know, we had always, we all, we had wanted to move. We had thought the move was going to happen eventually. We just thought it'd be under better financial circumstances. But at the same time, we weren't tied down by anything or anyone or and insurances or anything at this point. So we, we kind of like we're back at, at, at base level zero. And we decided to make the move from Florida to upstate New York, where rent was half of what I paid in Florida for twice as much space. I only, only catch is I got to put up with the winter. And to all the Floridians that move out, I am with you. That first winter is, is complete fucking hell. But we had enough money uh, saved still and scrounged together that the move was going to be comfortable and we'd have at least a month or so after to kind of get settled and to find jobs, um, rent being taken care of by us, of course, and so forth and so on. All of our bills were going to be paid. We, 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 had it, we had it budgeted out, not to a, a perfect, but a roundabout. So we moved month goes by the job search is is heavy i i work for instacart which i've shared this story before instacart fires fires me um and i get a job for well they didn't fire me they just kind of stopped talking to me they just kind of like told me not to show up and no one ever got back in touch with me and that's just 
so crazy. Anyway, so I, and now we know where this is going. I got the job for Home Depot for the low abysmal pay of like 12 something an hour with, with a chance to get promoted. <laughs> and they only hired me. They only hire people at part time. They don't hire you at full time. So you're already scrounging no money and they hire you and give you 20 hours a week like a hundred dollars a paycheck and it's just it's it feels like a big smack in the fucking face and a kick in the nuts the point is i applied to a lot of jobs during that time in florida in new york the numbers weren't as high in new york of people who were applying for their jobs but there's still a lot of people and i i heard back from nobody so my point being I, I think I'm a qualified individual. I had a resume. I had a good work history. Uh, I, I think I'm well-spoken. I, 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 I look like someone you might want to hire. The point is, I didn't hear back from anybody. And there was supposedly a worker shortage going on. Whole, whole restaurants quitting. So many people quitting that... What was it? Spirit Airlines or Delta? No, Spirit Airlines had to had to shut down some some important flights. You're like, I, I hear it all over the news. Nobody wants to work. I go to work now, and I hear it from my coworkers that nobody wants to work. They they got all this money. They were given so much money. Is it the same money you guys got? The same money that you guys don't have anymore. That that money. $1,200? I'm supposed to live comfortably for like eight months with $1,200? Oh, no, I got another $600. Oh, and another $1,200. Yeah, over a two-year period. All the all the benefits are over with unemployment. And we're still in a worker shortage? I'm just... I, I, I'm, I'm a skeptical by nature, but... There might be something bigger at play here. Now, I don't, maybe, maybe it is stimulus checks are keeping people out of work. Can I get some more of that? Maybe it is that we're a bunch of lazy motherfuckers and nobody cares anymore. Where are these people? Can I meet them? Because I work with a bunch of fucking hard workers. I work with a lot of people that bust and slave. Everyone at Home Depot showed up enslaved. I, I maybe maybe I'm missing more of the equation. But from my experience, I don't think there's a worker shortage. I think it's bigger than that, and we need to stop blaming each other for wanting more. I'm not your enemy for wanting to make more money. I'm not wrong for wanting to live a happier, more comfortable life. These are the same things that you want. To be comfortable. To feel safe. To have food and a roof over my head. These are all things that you want. And don't I have the right to make money, to, to make that happen? Or do I have to submit 
and go make a really low-paying job happen. Just so I can get by. Why am I the one who has to take the blame? Why are you the one that has to take the blame? Is it your fault? Your rent's so high? Is it your fault gas is going up? Is it your fault that inflation happens no matter what? The price of milk has been going up since the fucking 1800s. Is that my fault? Is that millennials' fault for not buying milk? I know we're all buying gas. I know all my millennials are buying gas. Is that our fault? It's going up? If more people than ever are buying it, shouldn't the price go down? Or, I'm sorry, uh, um, it's got to be a, a, a supply chain issue. Or, no, no, I'm sorry, it's the president's fault because the president arbitrarily sets the price for gas. Thanks, Biden. Or is somebody else trying to make a buck off of me? Somebody else. I give them a dollar. They take the whole goddamn thing. And in return, give me I'm sorry look. Guys, I am so excited to show you what's coming soon. We got a whole bunch of awesome fucking talks. Uh, I, 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 I have been struggling to find some people to come on, but I got the talks lined up. So, this is not the end. This is not goodbye. But we will be seeing some changes in the lineup very shortly. Please, email me uh, what you would like to see, what you want to hear, and what you want to feel after each episode, and I will do my best to accommodate everyone's wishes and demands, unless they're all so fucking crazy and outlandish that I, I honestly get overwhelmed and shut down and, and go into a, a deep, dark a hole, in which case um, that benefits no one, not myself. But uh, I am actively coming out of my comfort zone. I'm actively going to, to continue to have, have this. Treat yourselves nice. Stop beating yourselves up. You all deserve better. You all deserve more. I'm proud to sit here. I'm grateful to be able to talk. I'm grateful to be able to think. I'm grateful to be able to question the reality in which we all sit in. Please, be kind to each other. Be kind to yourself. And love one another. Girl, this is the movie. Don't forget to be your own.